he's changed his mind, he doesn't want to be in a relationship with me, and he doesn't love me. At dinner, in public, at a restaurant, on On my birthday. birthday. All right, you ready to make fun of some boys? are dumb welcome to another episode of what the f is happening mm-hmm. it is another beautiful sunshiny day in the sunshine state don't lie <laughs> um, by sunny i mean mostly overcast with scattered thunderstorms and 110 percent humidity welcome to summer <laughs> if you want to melt Come to Florida. If you want to sweat, come to Florida. If you want to die from heat stroke, come to Florida. Woohoo! Welcome to the Orange Grove State. <laughs> I guess that's why citrus grows so well here, because it's like you don't need a greenhouse in Florida, because it is one giant greenhouse. It really is. Um. Yeah. So miserable. I know that you've been like married to Chuck for a hot minute now. Um, but Chuck wasn't your first boyfriend, was he? Yeah. Did you have any, like, toxic exes? I had one that, um... I paid for everything when we went to do things. Oh. Yeah, and then... So he was a bum. Well, and then I came out of school one day. I was supposed to be meeting him after school, and I came out and, uh... He was sitting in his truck with another girl, and he was rubbing her shoulders. Mm-mm. And I just kind of stopped, and I looked at him, and um, he was like, no, 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 it's not what you think. <laughs> okay. It's always exactly what you think. And she kind of gave me, like, this bitchy, like, ha-ha look. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I just kind of looked at him and I just like, peace, I'm out. Well, you're a better woman than I am because um, in my toxic relationship, I had like dealt with the bullshit for like three years. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got a few doozies, but there's one in particular I want to talk about. I'm sure you know exactly who it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, for all intents and purposes, we're going to call him Dennis. The menace. <laughs> well, that's not really why he has that nickname, I <laughs> but I mean, it's still, uh, it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Split. That was with the guy that's got like 27 personalities. Yes, he did an amazing job in that He movie. did do an amazing job in that movie, like the fact that he could just like switch the personality so quickly and mm-hmm. never broke character. I mean, like maybe he did, but like, you know, in the movie he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So, uh... The, I had the nickname Patricia, because, like, you know, that wasn't me, that was Patricia. So, like, when I was, like, mad, upset, hangry, I was Patricia. Okay. And when he was being a narcissist, which was, like, all the time, he was Dennis, because Dennis's, like, personality character in the movie was a narcissist. And what's funny is that he claims that he wasn't a narcissist or didn't have narcissistic tendencies. Bullshit. But when I said, I feel like you kind of vibe with Dennis, like, as we're watching this movie, he agreed with me. So it's like, you see the fault in yourself, 
um, but not enough to admit it, like, outright in the open. So, I, I want to give him credit. We'll give credit where credit's due. Since we broke up, he did go to therapy a little bit, and I feel like he did improve a little bit, but, like, not a ton. But, you know, at least he tried. So, <clears throat> um, we met through my father, and we were friends for a hot minute. Just friends. And then I ended up meeting another guy through him, and this guy I ended up getting engaged to, and then when me and the guy that I was engaged to broke up, him and I, Dennis and I, kind of, like, came back together, and we started, like dating like somewhat casually right um and then it was obvious that we had feelings for each other and i was like i'm ready to like make this officially official but he but he he never really actually seemed to be on board with a relationship well no unless it was convenient for him for him right so, you know, at first, like, I was like, you know, I have feelings for you. It's obviously you have feelings for me. Um, let's, like, you know, let, let's do the damn thing, right? And, um... Chaos ensued. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, whoa. He's like, pump the brakes. Um, I thought we were just doing, like, this casual thing. I'm, I'm not signing up for a relationship. And I said, well, I want a relationship. So if that's not what you want then, like, you know, let's just go back to being friends. Right. And because I was going to, like, you know, take away, like, the dating aspect of it, and he didn't want to, like, you know, quote-unquote, lose me. So then he was like, okay, no, you're right. I just kind of panicked. I do want to be with you. Let's give the relationship thing a go. And then (laughs) ensues this um, pattern, this cycle of I want you, I don't want you. I want you, I don't want well, you. Well, and the I don't want you always seem to happen, like, at the most horrible times. Right. Like, I'm going to treat you like a princess, and then you all of a sudden, mommy. on your birthday, I'm going to treat you like shit. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think I've, like, blocked out a lot of the terrible things that he did to me, because it was so traumatizing. So, what birthday was that? I think that was my 25th birthday? 24th something like that um which you know that was a while ago because i'm turning 28 this year yeah um yeah but he uh took me out to dinner well okay first of all what we were getting ready to go for dinner he told me he you know he recognized how he had been in the past and he wanted to make it right and he asked me like what he could do and I said well you know you have a hard time committing so I feel like if you got me a promise ring that it would like make your like new commitment like more like seem more worth it like you're putting more effort into it because you're getting me a promise ring like it's something tangible right and um he was like yeah okay I will I'll get you a promise ring and I'm like for real like seriously and he's like yeah no problem I'm not kidding when I say five minutes later this man starts to gaslight me I never said I was going to get you a promise ring. When did I say that? I'm like, like five minutes ago. While we were getting ready for dinner. You just said that. No, I didn't. You must have misheard me. And, you know, it's my birthday. I want to have a good time. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, whatever. Let's just move past it, okay? I'm not getting a promise ring, whatever. 
So, like, now I already know. Like, he's already panicked in his head and changed his mind, and now he's gaslighting me. So that way he doesn't have to say, I changed my mind. Right. So... Why... But that would be so much easier. Right. Like, why just be honest? Just say... I know I said this, but I'm really starting to have second thoughts. Right. Like, you know, I know that you really want me to commit. I just don't think it... But he knew that if he said that, then I'd be like, then, you know, all of the benefit part of it, you know, then he's not getting anything out of just being my friend. And in hindsight, like, yeah, it's my fault. Like, I should have recognized that and just left. But, you know, I was in a place where I felt like I couldn't be alone. It was, like, the idea of not being with anybody was terrifying. Like, a little bit of love was better than none, even though it wasn't really love. No, and it was not healthy. Not at all. So, um, we go to dinner, and then um, he, he, I don't want to, like, give away what, what his job is, but we'll just say that he had like a company car and he had dropped off his company car the day before um, to get an oil change. And then him and I were supposed to go after dinner to go pick it up. So I had to give him a ride there. Mm-hmm. And um, so while we're at dinner, literally in between dinner and dessert, I'm about to get my complimentary birthday creme brulee. He tells me that he's changed his mind he doesn't want to be in a relationship with me and he doesn't love me. At dinner, in public, at a restaurant, on, on my birthday. birthday. Right. So, I go to Happy fucking birthday to you. I'm a douchebag. Woohoo. <laughs> I mean, jeez, how much did... Seriously. Seriously. Oh, that is his, uh, his theme song. So, um... <laughs> Just... Yeah. Um, so I go to the bathroom. I'm like bawling my eyes out now. My makeup is ruined. So I like wash my face at the sink and I like collect myself. I'm like, just think about that delicious creme brulee you're about to eat. Just think about the creme brulee. So I like calm myself down. I go back out. I don't see anything to him. I eat my creme brulee and I say, give me your keys. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I'm going to go wait for you in the car. And he was like, that's a bit dramatic, don't you think? I said, shut the fuck up and give me your car keys. <laughs> that's a bit dramatic. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I guarantee you that if he listens to this episode, which he will, because I'm going to send it to him, um, he's going to say, that never happened. That never happened. Well, of course. Except for the fact that you called me, like, falling apart. On, on my way On home. your birthday, on your way home, yes. Yeah. So, you know, I am a woman of my word. I did say I was going to give him a ride to go get his car. In hindsight, I should have been like, fuck your car. Mm-hmm. Tell you your- figure it out yourself. Right. Call one of your coworkers and they can come take <laughs> you to get your, your company car. Okay. <laughs> So, whatever. I took him there, and then I am, like, I'm falling apart in the parking lot of his company. Mm-hmm. And um, I call him, and I'm, I watched him drive away. I call him, and I said, listen, I'm, like, I'm really falling apart. I really want to talk about this. Can you come back? And he said, I have work at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm almost home. So, I'm going to go to bed. 
So, um... You know, the part that is the worst is that you gave him another chance after all this. I gave him, like, 20,000 more chances after that. Who? I don't know why. Why? I don't know. Laura, why did you do that? I don't know. Because I am stupid. (laughs) Because I am an idiot. (laughs) So, yeah. Then, yeah, I I get in my car. I'm trying to calm down, so I call Amanda to, like, help calm me down so that way I can drive home safely. Because, you know, when you cry, your lines get blurry. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) (laughs) so, um, yeah, I started to feel better. And then, like, once, like, the heartbreak part of it, like... Like, the initial shock and heartbreak starts to fade out. Now I'm angry. Like, I have realized what he's done to me on my birthday. He's ruined his birthday for right. me. Right, So now I'm angry, and I'm like, I'm gonna call him. And I kept calling and calling and calling and calling until he picked up. And he was like, what? I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like, fuck you. Talk to me. <laughs> so, um, basically, what ended up happening was we were, like, yelling at each other over the phone um, the entire way back to my house which was like a at that point like 45 minutes and you know I was like you know what you want to sleep you're gonna make me cry <laughs> on my birthday you ain't getting no sleep yeah you gonna be up in three hours I don't give a shit so um and like in hindsight like any man <coughs> that would treat me that way I, I'm not even I'm literally just gonna block you at that point like you'll just never see me again right I will fall off the face of the earth. And you'll be like, is she dead? I don't know. I'll be like, well, you're dead to me. I definitely didn't deserve your time. Or Or the effort. Effort or energy or anything. No. So, I know it is crazy that I, like, gave him another chance after that. But, you know, (laughs) the manipulators always are good at making you believe that they've changed. Kelsey had one. Yeah. So... You know, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that to you on your birthday. You want to know something, like, hilarious, though? Like, for a moment, I really did, like, wonder if he was gay. Because <laughs> he has, like, a work bestie, right? <laughs> and let's see. Let's give work bestie a nickname. Um, <clears throat> we'll just call him Pal. Okay. So Dennis and Pal, <laughs> they are pals. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Dennis and Pal. <laughs> Sounds like a bad kids show. Right. <laughs> Up next on Dennis and Pal, we're going to find out why it's bad to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis and Pal get themselves in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so... I'm over at Dennis's house, and we're having an intimate afternoon, and um, he's supposed to go hang out with Pal later that afternoon, and I'm like, well, you don't know, like, when that's going to be, he didn't give you an exact time frame, like, you're here with me, you know, let's have a good time, let's hang out, let's get intimate, you know, and uh, so we're literally in the middle of intimacy, and Pal texts him and says, I'm home, you can come over whenever. Literally in the middle of our intimacy. So I, he he checks his phone while we're being intimate, first of all. <laughs> sees, <laughs> sees this text and says, oh, pal's ready to hang out. I gotta go. Literally puts pants and a t-shirt on 
and like runs out the door. I'm like, I'm literally laying there naked in his bed. Like, what just happened? I'm like, is this real life? And I was like, I guess he'll just go home then. So I get up. I clean myself up. I put my clothes on. And I, you know, I, I get all my, gather all my belongings. And I get in my car and I start to drive home. And, uh. Like, I'm 20 minutes into my, like, 45-minute drive home, and he calls me, and I'm like, this ought to be good. <laughs> and he was like, hey, um, he's like, I told Pal that uh, what happened, like, that we were, like, we were hanging out, and then I, like, left, and he was like, bro, what's wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, are you gay? And he's like, no, definitely not. I said, you chose me, somebody who is able and willing to sleep with you you chose to leave leave that yes yeah um you chose to go hang out with another man Mm -hmm. over that (laughs) and he's like well he's like i'm an idiot and i was like wow finally for once in your life you got something right (laughs) um because uh yeah um you are an idiot and he's like well he's like are you still at the house i'll come back and i'm like Buddy boy, I am already halfway home. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm just still laying here waiting for you. <laughs> right? I figured you had to come back eventually. I'll just wait. Not. And um, I was like, but I'll tell you what you can do. I'm going to be home in about 30 minutes. You can send me some dinner. And you know what? He actually did. I think he did actually feel bad for what he did for like a split second. But what man in his right mind? Right, like, um, honey, are you gay? Seriously, <laughs> listeners, we're taking a poll here. Go to our Instagram and let us know if a guy has ever done anything like that to you, or if you're a guy, if you like, if if you would choose to go see your buddy over like finishing what's going on with you and your woman. Right. Like, like, yeah, we want to like, know. Even if it's not your woman, like, even if it is just a like, hookup. Right. Like, yes. would you like? If, I mean, would you? Okay. First of all, would you even check your phone in the middle of a hookup, or would if you did check your phone and your friend was ready to hang out? Would I mean, like, let's be honest, we're gonna be done in five minutes anyways. But who checks their phone in the middle of it? Right. Like we've been married for twenty-two years and. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I mean, the same person, yes. For my phone, but I, I don't even check my phone. I don't even know where my phone is. Right. My, I, I put it down somewhere over there. I'm just, that's or what I'm saying. Or it's in another room. Like, I don't even know where my phone is. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Like, I mean, and like I'm saying, 22 years, like, same person. Right. And like, if I happen to be wearing my Apple Watch, like, if it was like a spur of the moment, like, heat of the moment thing, I'm either taking my Apple Watch off or I'm putting that bitch on Do Not Disturb. Like, I don't want my phone or my watch vibrating while I'm... It's not that kind of toy. Yeah. No, I'm just... I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it's not... You don't check your phone. Right. If you're checking your phone, then you're either bored with what's going on... And let me tell you something. I am not boring. Or you're not interested... Right, and it's like if you just didn't want to, then just don't do it in the first place. Or you're gay. Or you're gay. But, like, considering the fact that, like, this was, like, a regular occurrence, I don't think that he was bored. 
Like, he wanted it any other time. So... But that's what I'm saying, like... And like I said, we're gonna be done in five minutes anyways. (laughs) So you're saying he's a one-pump chump. (laughs) I I hope your stamina's gotten better with age, but... Right, but you want to know what's really funny is that he has since started dating another girl, and he, like, he broke up with her in the past, like, two weeks before Christmas, which is, like, the worst time you can break up with someone. Again, douchebag. Like, the timing is just not good, pal. Like, birthdays, Christmas, like, hol- birthdays and holidays, like, just don't do it. Just wait. Or, like, do it way in advance, or do it, like, the day after. But, like, don't do it, like, when things are happening or things are coming up. But I started talking to her, and she was telling me about all the things that he's told her about me. And I'm like, why is he talking about me to you? I thought I was, like, done and over with in the past. Like, this was a long time ago. Right. So, like, yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to talk about your exes to, like, your current whatever. But, like, for her to know things about, like, like, our intimate times together... Like, she should know about that stuff. Like, why are you telling her about when we had sex? If I was the girlfriend and that was the conversation, it would make me very uneasy and it would make me feel like he was comparing me to, like, past lovers. Yeah, of course. And, like, I was his first. So, obviously, he is going to compare, like everything to his first time but also I'm not his only no because there was the other chick there was like four other chicks oh yeah so like we weren't officially together so it was okay for him to sleep with other women oh no wonder never mind I wonder what (laughs) no wonder he had to go get things checked out Oh, I made him. <laughs> I was like, honey, you're not getting any of this until you go get check for STDs. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, and of course, if you threaten to take it away, you can pretty much convince them to do whatever you want. <clears throat> but yeah, obviously, I didn't like use that to manipulate him. Like, he needed to go get checked. <laughs> well, yeah, because. You. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where these women have been. Mm-mm. So. Especially not nowadays. And then, like, honestly, like, all of the other women that he had slept with, not to toot my own horn or, like, come off as, like, conceited, but, like, they were definitely a downgrade. Like, he was not leveling up with them. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Every man after him has been a level up for me. I literally, okay, so I was telling my coworkers today that um, I, that this episode was going to be about this episode. And um, I would, like, I was like, I got to run, but like, I'll, I'll text you a picture of him. And uh, so I like created a group with the three of us and I send a picture of him. And my coworker's text reply the first like she literally like didn't even wait a second to reply it literally was ill (laughs) (laughs) well I told you you look like a goofy motherfucker the first time he does he's like literally he's literally officer doofy (laughs) 
reporting for duty. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yes, the others look wise were an upgrade, but men are just dicks. I know, and like, I just don't understand. And like, the sweet ones are like too nerdy or too like, like. I live in my mom's basement kind of vibes. <laughs> no ambition. Right. Like, I want, like, is it too much to ask for somebody who is, like, somewhat attractive, has ambition, and is not a total freaking idiot? <laughs> Don't be a tool. Like, <laughs> it just, it costs zero dollars to be a nice person. And then, you know, like, I thought I was with a really great guy after Dennis and I broke up, like, officially cut ties. And then it turns out that he was a cheater. So it's just like, what what's happening in the world? I don't understand it. And I also don't understand why anybody, not just men, women do it too, feel the need that to cheat and hide it. If you're not happy with the relationship that you're in, why not just be honest with the other person and tell them? Right. Well, I mean, like, I guess for some cases, it's like, um, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. So, like, you're getting one thing from one girlfriend and you're getting, or boyfriend, and then you're getting another thing from another girlfriend or boyfriend. But it's just like, it's completely and utterly selfish to do that to another person. It is. And, like, if that's what you want to do... Then say, I don't want to be in a committed relationship. I think I'm looking for something more casual. And you know, if they say, that's not what I am looking for, so we should just break up. That's their prerogative. You can't just, that you're manipulating somebody into staying with you. And it's not okay. No. No, and that's the thing. Like, if, if we, as adults, were more honest... In any kind of relationship. We'd save so much time, so much energy. And anger and heartbreak. Right. Like, if you... If you're not happy with your significant other, and you go to them and you tell them this, you have two options. You have one, you both choose to correct, like fix the issue or try to work on the problem. Mm-hmm. Or two, you go your separate ways... And work on yourselves. Right. And if you're in a position where you're in a committed relationship and then you see that you are, um, like, having an emotional connection with somebody else and start having feelings with somebody else, that means that you're missing something. That person's fulfilling something for you that you're not getting out of your current relationship. So you need to ask yourself, what is this new person providing for me that my committed relationship is not? And then ask your partner that you're committed to, to fulfill that. And if it's not something that they can fulfill, maybe it's like you just like want something fresh and new and you got bored of your relationship. That's okay. Just end the relationship or do something to make it fresh and new. But don't cheat. No, cheating is terrible. It's like, it it should never be an option. You know, I think the thing that kills me with cheating too are the people... Again, men and women alike, where they will pursue somebody that they know is in a relationship or that is married, Mm -hmm. um, 
and they do it as a game. Like it's a game. Like they only want to pursue this person as long as it's a challenge. Right. And then once you, like, I mean, that's literally what Dennis would do with me. Like we would like cut ties and, you know, like I would get away from him and then I would have somebody else entertaining me and he would see that and that would be when he would try really hard. Right. And he would always say like, you know, you should choose me because we have so much history together and, um... But the negative history outweighed right. the good. Well, and, like, you know, I got to... I Like, thinking about that's the only thing I ever did right. was, like, yeah, you know what? You had your chance, though. And I have somebody who is actually making an effort. Um, and they actually, like, like me. So I'm actually going to give them a chance. Sorry, pal. But there was a moment in time where Dennis and a guy were both, like, pining for me. And, um, the new guy had bought, um, a ticket to go to Disney with me. And I had my annual pass. So we went to Disney together and he was, like, buying me stuff at Disney. And the next time I saw Dennis, I was like, yeah, this new guy, like, he bought this for me. We went to Disney and he was, like, buying me all this stuff. So the next time him and I went to Disney together, because that's what we did. Mm -hmm. As friends, we would go to Disney. And, um... He was like, I'll buy you anything you want. And I was like, anything? <laughs> and um, that's when I, like, I think that was, like, the beginning, which it shouldn't have been the beginning. It was the beginning of, like, it clicking for me, what he was doing. Because he said he'd buy me anything. And I picked out a loungefly backpack. And I guess loungefly is expensive. But this particular backpack was $55. And we get a discount with our annual pass. So it's 20% off. 55 is cheap. Usually like 80 bucks or more. Right. But like this one had been out for a while. It was like they were trying to get rid of it kind of situation. It wasn't like a... And it wasn't like... <clears throat> it was the Disney Dogs backpack. So it had like three of the Disney Dogs. So it was like the Dalmatian um, from 101 Dalmatians. And then Lady from Lady and the Tramp. And then... One other dog, I don't remember. But it was, like, the three dogs on the backpack. And it, it was a really cute backpack. And he was like, oh, he's like, I know I said anything. He's like, but I don't, I didn't think he was going to pick something that expensive. And I'm like, $55 is not expensive. Especially with 20% off. That would be, like, $40. I, would, I really, like, it's Disney. I'm really not asking for a lot. <laughs> so he ended up buying me the matching, like, lanyard with the... The little um, card holder. Instead of the backpack. backpack. <laughs> right, which was $12. Hey, big spender. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so then I was like, wow, okay. But then... Um, <laughs> you need a better job or you need to budget better. But then, you know, we all know how much I love Stitch. So then he ended up buying me like a Stitch plushie. Because I was like, well, this other guy bought me a um, piglet. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'll buy you Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have like, I have two, I think two Stitch plushes and two piglets. And um, the second piglet was from um, my last boyfriend. We went to Barnes & Noble together. And they had like a corduroy piglet. And he's so stinking cute. And you know, I just, I pick things up and I look at them and I'm like, oh, I love this. It's so cute. So he literally, I put it back in the basket and he was behind me and he picked it up. And I'm like, what are you doing? He was like, don't worry about me. 
And I was like, no, what are you? I was like, you don't have to buy that. I was like, I have a pillow at home, don't buy it. And he's like, you like it? I'm buying it. And I was like, well, this is nice. <laughs> and then he cheated on me seven months later. Yay! <laughs> Which was with his ex. A product of his ex girlfriend pining for him, even though he was in a relationship. And then he had the audacity to tell me that she went to bat for me. Like, no, she fucking didn't. She <laughs> wants you. <laughs> she doesn't even know me. Wait, she went to bat for me. <laughs> oh, you really should go back to Laura as she's subliminally. <laughs> Batting her eyelashes? <laughs> that, was, that was a hard word to say. <laughs> subliminally. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> subliminally. <laughs> Subliminally. Why can't I I say a word? Say it right. Subliminally. Subliminally. Subliminal? Subliminally. No, just say subliminal. Subliminal. Wait. (laughs) Wee poo poo. (laughs) (laughs) Je m'appelle Claude. Ni papa poo. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah, that's literally how that sounded. (laughs) But like, she was, that's what she was saying, like, in her head. No, pick me, pick me. Right. I'm sure, like, when she, like, quote-unquote, went to bat for me, it was like, well, if you really care about her and you really love her, then, yeah, you should try and make it work. But if not, then maybe it's just better for you to move on as she's batting her eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> or we could give it another try. Right. Mm-hmm. Potato. yeah we've always said that she looks like a potato but that's like not even like obviously we're gonna like make fun of the girl that my ex is cheating on me with but like she really does look like a potato a potato a potato flew around my room (laughs) (laughs) no I my first like first actual boyfriend was uh, a youth group with me. Mm. And I was 16 and he was 18. And he, um, what? Sexual predator. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. <laughs> he, uh, comp- you know, compliment me and all this. And, you know, of course, um, I was naive. Yeah, very naive. Um, but he he went into the military, and would write. We would write letters back and forth while he was at basic training and all this stuff. Do you have a type? Uh, maybe military, you guys. I guess. <laughs> but uh, when he came back, um. I found out that he was hanging out with an older girl, mm. um, older than him, actually. She was in her 20s. <clears throat> so the sexual predator becomes a sexual prey. Yeah, so <laughs> I found out that he was hanging out with her, and um, of course, you know, I asked him about it, and I'm, you know, I'm kid. Right, he like deny, deny, deny. And right, like, and he's okay. like, 
no, I just go over there to help blah, 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 and this and this and that. And then the next thing you know, they're in church together and they're sitting together and they're holding hands. Mm-hmm. Like he never said anything to me, never said, you know, I'm going to break up with you. None of this. Like, this is what I come into church and see. Like they're sitting in the pew holding hands. And you're like, well, obviously this relationship is over. I was an idiot, a blubbering idiot. Like, because it was my my first real boyfriend, and I yeah. thought he actually cared about me. Right. But yeah. yeah, I think my first real boyfriend was when I was 16 also. And it was only a three-month relationship, and it was a complete and total joke. And you want to talk about a sexual predator... It's a good thing he wasn't 18, because some of the things that he did now in hindsight, I'm like, that was not okay. Um, like, taking my hand and putting it in places without my consent. Mm-hmm. Um, or putting his hands in places without my consent. And then when I say stop, then he would stop, but he would never ask me if it's okay. So, after three months of that nonsense, and like setting boundaries and him not following, and respecting them I was like yeah I think I'm done with this um and then so literally from the time I was like 16 until the time I was 25 26 actually I was like never single like I I literally would jump from one boyfriend to the next I if I was single it was literally for like maybe a month or two and that's it so but then I started dating um it was my first like real boyfriend that was long distance i say that because like my first love quote-unquote love um, <coughs> was when i was in middle school and but like we never saw each other because it was long distance like he lives in orlando and i lived here so we never saw each other so it was like all over yahoo messenger <laughs> uh, but you know like you know i knew him in person like we had met when i lived in orlando but then i moved and we like started this like little online relationship which was like silly but it was like puppy love and you know it was fine it that relationship is the only relationship I've been in where it ended cordially (laughs) then I started dating this guy um in Spring Hill so he lived like an hour away from me actually he lived in Brooksville so he was like probably a little bit more than an hour away and uh my dad and his parents, we would, like, meet halfway, and I'd either go to his house or he'd come to our house, and, uh, we would just hang out at each other's houses, because there wasn't anything to do here or in Brooksville. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that lasted for, like, a year, and then I ended up falling for a guy that had been pining for me for, like, a year and a half. So, and I'm, the guy from Brooksville, I met him at, like, a youth convention through church, and, uh... Which, like, I love meeting, like, I'm doing online dating, but I really would rather meet somebody organically. Like, I just feel like it's so, like, cute and, like, fun to, like, meet somebody organically. I mean, that's how I met Chuck. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's how normal people meet each other. Well, and he'll tell you. She was looking for somebody else when she found me. Okay, but it's like, you were looking for your manager. Like, it wasn't like... No, actually, I was looking for the manager because I thought he was cute. Oh, okay. And I ran into Chuck. Yeah. And asked him where the other person was. Mm -hmm. And he asked me why. And then we had a whole conversation. And at that point, when I walked away, (coughs) I thought he was kind of a jerk. (coughs) (laughs) 
Um, but then we ended up talking like every time that I would go into work or he actually, he would come into work and I would be there. Mm -hmm. Like he would stop and talk to me or say hi to me or. So you thought he was a jerk and he was like, that girl is cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we hung out a couple times and, and he asked me out. Yeah. That's cute. See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to meet, like, I want to have a, like, meet cute story. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, we met on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it'll it'll come eventually. But then, yeah, so I dated Brooksville Boy for a year. And then I dated the guy that was pining for me for a year. Like, the entire year I was with Brooksville Boy. He was, like, pining for me. Probably even before then. And, like, I'm an idiot and I didn't see that. So, he worked for a company, like, a hair tool company as, like, a repair guy. Um, it's an Italian, I think it's an Italian company. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So, like, when, like, with this particular company, you get, like, a lifetime warranty with their hot tools or whatever. And so, if it breaks, you send it, like, they needed somebody in America to have to be a repair person because it's an Italian company. So instead of having to send your hot tool to Italy, you could send it here to Florida. And then they would fix it. So then, like, um, sometimes they would get things that, like, they still work. Um, and then the customer would say that they didn't, you know, they, they would rather just, like, get a new hot tool. So then, then he had, like, he had a curling iron, a hair straightener, and a blow dryer that were, like, extra extras at least that's what he told me i hope he didn't steal them (laughs) (laughs) but he like he literally brought them to school (laughs) like we're in high school and he brought them to school was like i got these for you (laughs) and then when i told my mom about it she was like oh i want a hair dryer so i told him that i was like oh my mom liked the hair dryer i was like do you have a green one because the one i like i was pink pink (laughs) and uh he was like yeah i have a green one so then he actually got my mom one also I was like, that's cool. You're, like, getting brownie points with my mom. But I didn't realize that that's what he was trying to do at the time. <laughs> so, yeah, but then we ended up together for a year. And uh, I guess him and I did kind of break up <coughs> somewhat cordially. Apparently, I broke his heart, though, and I had no idea oh. that I, like, broke his heart. But I feel like that's, like, dramatic because it wasn't, like, we just grew apart, you know? I don't, I don't know. Anyways... Um, and then, um, I, like, had, like, a couple of, like, like, casual flings, like, not anything serious, like, just went on a couple dates, um, after I graduated high school, and then I went through a phase where I was, like, going on a date, like, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, I had a different guy to go on a date with, <laughs> like, the serial dating. <laughs> For like, I think like a month, or like a month and a half, and my dad is like, "Where are you finding these men?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like at my beef, big factory wedding when he like keeps yes. inviting people to dinner. Yes. <laughs> the guy with the spoon. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, the guy, the um, bald guy. Yes. Was like blowing his nose at the table. Ugh, oh my god. <laughs> like, get out. Sorry, you can leave. So. uh yeah, and then, um, and then I ended up meeting the guy I was engaged to, and that was, like, my first, like, adult, like, real adult relationship. 
so like actually like being wined and dined and taken out I was I was 21 so like I could actually have alcohol out in public and um I ended up moving in with him for like two and a half years played house until he changed his mind I don't know that he really changed his mind he just he had a lot of life um unexpected life turns I guess we could say and it kind of flipped his world upside down. It's hard when you find out that a family member is um, not the person that you thought that they were. And now they're in prison for some things. Um, whoops. Right. So, you know, like I tried to be there for him. And then, you know, I was trying to do like everything I could to like help him get through this hard time. And then he told me he didn't appreciate me. So I was like, oh see you later see you never <laughs> um you know i said i feel like you don't appreciate me and his response was why should i and i was like damn that's how you really feel ouch yeah and at that point like we had grown so apart in that time that like i had just become numb to it all anyways so i really honestly like i didn't even really cry over that relationship ending um, like when I finally left his house that night and went back to my parents, I think I cried on the way home for like literally 60 seconds. And I was like, it's not even worth crying over because I knew it was over a long time ago. I just was waiting for it to come to an end. And then when him and I broke up, that's when Dennis and I like rekindled things and decided to date casually. And I mean, like, I don't want to paint him out to be, like, a terrible person. As a person himself, as a friend, he was always a really great friend. You know, when I would... uh, He was just a terrible boyfriend. Yeah, he just, like, and... Like, we always had a great time at Disney. Whenever I needed a friend, he was there for me. For the most part. um, As much as he could be. When I needed to, like, escape from my parents, I could always go to his house, and there was nothing ever, like, expected. We could just hang out and watch TV, or, like, we would go out to dinner and just have a good time. You know, like, as a friend, he was a great friend, but, uh, yeah, as a boyfriend, he just, you know, and I blame a lot of that on his experience with his parents' marriage, where there basically wasn't one, and um, it was one of those situations where his... One, where one parent wasn't um, there at all, it struggled with alcoholism, and, um, you know, when you're a kid, like, seeing a, your parents go through that is a lot. I mean, I get it to an extent, but... But then when you have, like, your dad, like, bad-mouthing, like, basically instilling um, misogyny into you from, like, the time you're eight years old... Um, yeah, it's going to make it really hard for you to date. <laughs> I mean, I get that, but there comes a point in a time, a point in time as an adult where you have to sit back and take responsibility for yourself. Right. You cannot let your past just completely write your future. Right. Like that's another quote from my big fat Greek wedding. Um, don't let your past dictate your future, but you can let it become part of who you are. Right, I could be, I could be an angry adult, and I could resent life, and I could, uh, I could be just a totally bitter, completely 
angry person because my biological father decided that he didn't want me. Right. And I never met him before he died. I... But, like, uh, you wouldn't gain anything from that. Right. But instead, I... I mean... I instead I embraced the fact that I was fortunate enough that my mom remarried somebody that chose to be my dad, right. like actually be my dad, be not just be figure. right, not be a stepfather, not be in anything, like be my dad. Like, like he, he was a parent. Yeah, and he gave me his last name. Yeah. Because he chose to be my dad and you know was were things tough when I was a kid sometimes? Yeah, but... Absolutely, but I mean, like, now, when you're, like, you know, it's been so many years later, I don't want to, like, give your age away, but... Uh Right. (laughs) But, you know, like, we'll just say you've had plenty of... You've had a decent amount of life experience between then and now, and it would be completely useless, pointless, and a waste of energy and time if you were still angry at your biological father. Right, and that's where things, I think that people let those things dictate their current life and current relationships. Right, like my mom was this way, so now I hate women. But you know what? Not all men are like your mother. Women. Women, that's what I said. Not all you women. S- you said not all men are like your mother. <laughs> I swear I said women. You said men. <laughs> I'm saving that and I'm going to listen to it while I edit. You should. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever I said, I meant women. Yeah, I know. Not all women are like your mother. He said all men are like your mother. And I was like, maybe I swallowed the woof. Wait, is that what you meant? Because I really hope not all men are like my mother. <laughs> well, not all, you know, like nobody is, no two people are the same. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you had this experience doesn't mean that, like, every... Like, just because your parents had a marriage that was like this doesn't mean that every marriage is like that. Right. Right. Everybody's different. And, like, I really... I think it's cute, though, that, like, because of what his parents went through, he is, like, determined that he's going to have a prenuptial agreement. And I'm like, why? You have no... You have nothing. You have no money. You make, like, a regular salary. Like, a regular, regular salary. <laughs> and obviously, in a, if you did get divorced and you still had the house that you have now, obviously she can't take that. You owned it before you got married. Right. So what do you need a prenuptial agreement for? It's not like you're worth millions, bro. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to take all of your $10,000 savings. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, like, it's it, it's honestly now, like, hindsight's always twenty twenty. It's comical that I even considered marriage with him. Could you imagine? No. And besides, we all know he would have left me at the altar anyways. Because that's his style. Runaway groom. And then I would have been like, all right, bring the rings. I'm marrying myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is all paid for. Right. You're like... We'll just look out at my, my friends at the wedding and be like, well, can I have a stand-in? Anybody want to get married today? <laughs> if you're friends with the bride, you can hang around for cake. If you're friends with the groom, the door is that fuck way. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you're both, then pick a side. <laughs> right. Do you want cake? You better pick my side. Right. No, I, I don't know. 
Can you imagine like me doing a sparkler exit by myself? <laughs> I'd be like, thank you all for coming. Where's my getaway car? <laughs> I'm like, I paid for this wedding. We're gonna have it. <laughs> I got 50 pounds of shrimp at the hall down the road. <laughs> Ew, uh, hall. Do you know me? I'm just <laughs> shrimp. No, if anything, I'll be like, we've got we've got hors d'oeuvres and a little amuse-bouche. Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> the French words are so freaking stupid. We got some hors d'oeuvres down the road at the hall. Right. And that tiramisu. Hors Hors divorce. Hors divorce. Tiramisu. Yeah, that tiramisu. Tiramisu. <laughs> and lasagna. It's an Italian Some wedding. Some <laughs> are we, Mexican now? A Mexican and Italian yeah. uh, reception. <laughs> Don't try to church it up. <laughs> Come as you are. If you're wearing jeans, that's okay. Flip flops, that's fine. Just make sure your toenails is at least only trimmed down to just an inch long. <laughs> yeah, make sure you got no dirt on the bottom of your feet. Your Circle K feet, leave them at home, baby. <laughs> Good God. Oh my God. That's like the complete opposite of what my wedding will be. And like, my family's so massive. I'm either going to have a massive wedding that's going to be a freaking blast or I'm going to elope. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the future holds. At this point, it doesn't look like I'm getting married anytime soon. So like, you know, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. I just got to find a boyfriend first, like one step at a time, <laughs> you know, find somebody that's like, find my person first and then we'll worry about the wedding in like three years. If you know a person, you can send them her way. Yeah, you guys want to hook me up. You know, a guy that's like somewhat good looking. I like the lumberjack, like burly kind of kind of man. But somebody that's significantly taller than me. I am 5'4", so like a minimum of three inches taller than me would be preferable. <laughs> um, but you know, like beggars can't be choosers. So, but I mean, like I am a little bit picky. And like also like my life as a single woman... Like, I'm having so much fun, and my life is so amazing right now. So, like, if you want to be in my life, you better be freaking amazing. Like, if you are not adding to my life, I don't want it. Bring it, bro. So, if you know somebody who is, you know, and also, like, they need to be ambitious. Like, we're, like, at the point in our lives now where, like, if you're my age, which is almost 28, um, you should have a career. Like, if you work in retail and you're just, like... Like at the bottom of the totem pole, honey, you gotta get some ambition. Well, I mean, if they're down at the bottom and they're trying to work up to, right? Like that's also what I'm saying. Like if you don't have any ambition, but like also like at this point in your life, like if you're like almost thirty or like in your thirties, you should have been like well into a career now. Now I get that things happen. Sometimes you have to start over. Maybe you like owned a business and your business went under, and now you're just like. right you're doing something to like just pay the bills but like you're working your way up like i get that like there's an exception to every rule but like if you are at the bottom of of the totem pole and you're like yeah i'm cool making minimum wage you are not for me honey like (laughs) like i want to get married i want to have kids i need a provider like i will not like i'm all for like 50 50 but like that's the thing it's got to be 50 50 you know you know what i'm saying like i am not the breadwinner here it's gotta be 50 50 I'm old school. I'm old fashioned. I want a provider. I want a big, burly provider that's strong, that can pick me up like I weigh nothing and like yeet me onto the bed. Make me feel like a rag doll. I love it. (laughs) But also treat me with respect. 
Okay. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> you can go to underscore what the F is happening on Instagram. Send photos. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Send photos of potential suitors. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then also, don't forget to tell us if you've ever been with a man that's like checked his phone in the middle of intimacy or if you've ever done it to a guy or right. if, if you're, you're a guy and you've ever done it or, or like, or, or if you came up with an excuse to like leave in the middle of it. We want to know the juicy stories. Like give us the juicy details. Send us messages. Yes. Until next time. Our DMs are open. Adios. <laughs>